What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today, I'm going to continue with kind of a common theme that's been happening on this podcast, and I feel a little bit bad about it. Um, There has not been much nutrition discussion lately, although the last episode I did talk about fat loss. So I guess there's been some. However, what's been resonating more with you guys is the kind of life stuff. Let's call it the, the directions for acting like an adult or how to not be an asshole. Whatever you feel comfortable with. I know sometimes people get offended when I use foul language, as you'll learn about very soon. But this one, I'm actually going to drop a little bit of a nutrition nugget, if you will, and then I'm going to get into some more life stuff. We're going to talk about windows and mirrors and how to own your shit. So if you need some help with that, um, this is going to be the episode for you. There's, there's this interesting dynamic with humans where they often operate with some kind of a combination of fear and greed and dissonance, and those things don't mix very well. You're going to hear what I mean in a second. If you enjoy this type of content, if you appreciate more of the life stuff, the directions for acting like an adult or how to not be an asshole, then I would love to hear about it. You can shoot me a message on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Just tell me no, Tell me if this uh, resonates with you. It was, it was funny because when I did the episode called The Rude Awakening, that was has is now the, the most popular episode. And I don't think I really said anything about nutrition at all. It was more of uh, how to not be an asshole. And a lot of you enjoyed that. So I'm going to keep rolling with it as long as you keep telling me through your downloads and shares and feedback. Uh, we'll keep rolling. And as always, if you want to help the show grow, you can post a review on iTunes, five-star rating, only if you mean it. And then you can also share the episode link to your friends, family, and post a screenshot to your stories and tag me on Instagram. Again, it's at coach underscore Mike underscore Miller. So first, let me tell you about this little nutrition hack, if you will. This is a hack for consistency. More importantly, it's a hack to get you out of the perfectionist mindset. I think so many times when we're working with clients or clients who come to us from other programs, there is this uh, perfectionist mindset of, I need to follow my macros to the gram. I need to be perfect. I, there's, you know, I used to work for a company that would literally grade you on your macros every day. So if you, if you were off your macros, you would get a red score. And if you were on, you'd get a green score. And now people you might not realize how damaging that is psychologically, but now people associate eating with failing if it's not within a certain macro range that was given to somebody who's probably not qualified anyway, because anyway, that's a whole side tangent. But the point is that where are those numbers coming from? How do you know that they're right from you? Now, all of a sudden you're you're being graded on some numbers when like, it's just creating this obsessive, this obsessive tendency with something that might not even be the right fit. However, there is value in seeing for yourself if the numbers work for you. But sometimes we get so caught up in the perfectionist nature of counting and tracking macros that we end up burning out and we'll be really dialed in for a while. And then we have that one slip up day and you know the wheels come flying off and we start back at square one. We're like, all right, I got to do better. And then we rinse and repeat that process. So this simple adjustment is is like actually mind-numbingly simple. And sometimes people feel like, well, that can't work. I have to be perfect. Okay, well, how has perfection worked for you so far? 
maybe we should approach this slightly different. Um, so the hack is just working in ranges instead of absolutes. So if you're trying to, to track calories and count calories and track macros, what if instead of trying to hit an exact number, you tried to hit a range? Imagine that. Like instead of hitting 2,100 calories on the dot, you gave yourself like 1,900 to 2,200 calories as a range. Instead of trying to hit 150 grams of protein on the dot, you gave yourself 140 to 160 grams of protein as a range. What if instead of trying to hit you know, 175 grams of carbs, you gave yourself a range of 160 to 200, like stuff like that. It's a range. And your objective is just to get close enough because the reality is, unless you're stepping on stage, if you're trying to compete at a high level in whatever endeavor, if you're trying to compete you know, in bodybuilding and bikini in some kind of competitive sport where you have to make weight, then sure, we should probably be dialed in. There's less room for error. There's less room for ranges. We have to be pretty specific. But if you're just an everyday person who's only competing in life, like you just want to be healthier, you just want to be more fit, you want to get some body fat off, you want to you know, live longer, all that stuff, then you know, it's just close enough. Just get close enough. If you're close enough, you're going to move the needle. Very few people can just consistently hit their nutrition targets day in and day out. Now, having a level of flexibility, even for people who are very structured, like type threes, who like a very specific plan, ranges still work well because typically what a type three will do is they'll hit the same number within that range every day, but it also gives them the flexibility to know that if they don't, they don't feel off plan. Like feeling off plan is, is bad for a type three. It's discouraging for them because they like to follow a structured plan. But if it's within a range and they go a little bit over, but they're still within that range, they're still going to feel like they're on plan. And that's a good feeling for a type three in particular. Type two A's like myself, we love variety. Working in ranges gives you that variety because I don't have to always hit the same exact numbers every single day, which can be boring. I can some days eat higher up on that range, some days eat lower on that range. And so it's an effective way to get close enough to start picking up some solid habits with flexibility, with consistency, and it gets you out of the perfectionist mindset, which is most important. So you stop burning yourself out, you stop sabotaging yourself, and you can actually be more consistent. That's it. That's my little hack for the day. Most importantly, I want to talk about windows and mirrors. This is an important life lesson. This is something to help you act like an adult and to stop acting like an asshole, if you might be falling into that category, which we all do sometimes, especially me. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story about Gladys. Gladys is a real person. That is actually her name. I'm not going to tell you her last name because I'm not trying to out this person, but Gladys was just too good of a name to make up a fake name. <laughs> I don't know why. The story just fits. It's, it just fits. That's all I'll say. Apologies if there are other Gladyses or, or Gladi uh, listening to this. I apologize. If you are a Gladys, I'm probably not talking about you because I highly doubt that this Gladys will ever listen to anything I do ever again. So Gladys signed up for our challenge. Our challenge just kicked off. We have an amazing group, an amazing group. Right now we have a private group chat that is on fire. Like, first of all, props to JK because we, we kicked off the challenge. We had our kickoff call Sunday night. Right now it's Tuesday as I'm recording this. 
Uh, we started the challenge officially on Monday. So we're literally a day and a half into the challenge. And the group chat is all about JK's workouts, just fire emojis and people who are loving the training. And uh, there's just this whole air of excitement of you know the people who are now realizing the effectiveness of training for your neurotype. And the big focal point right now from a nutrition standpoint is simply habit-based. Like we, we love to simplify things uh, when we're working with clients or even when we're working through a challenge. So we start with what we call anchors and your anchors are just the things that get you through no matter what happens in life. And it's okay if you just have one single anchor, like no matter what, I am going to walk today. And that's the one thing that I'm going to do. And I know if I do that one thing, my day was a success. Now we tell people to pick anywhere from one to three anchors and we give them some suggestions, but it's really for each individual to decide what habits they want to create as lifelong habits. So if it's walking more, if it's uh, drinking more water, if it's eating more vegetables, if it's eating more protein, if it's more self-care, if it's better sleep hygiene, all of these things can be part of your, your anchors. Like these are the things that hold you down when shit gets real. And for me personally, there's three things that I need to do every single day. I need to write an email because I love to write when I'm in that creative space, it improves my quality of life and it helps me in every other area. So I write an email every morning to my, to my audience. I have to move my body every single day and I have to eat quality food every single day. Those are the three ways that I win my day every day. Now, do I do those things every single day all the time? No. However, those are my anchors. I know that if I do those three things, I win the day. And since the day is the fundamental unit of life, then winning my day more often than not leads to a very quality life. My appearance, how I look and how I feel are all very important to me. I like to maintain a level of fitness and I like to prioritize my health. I like to feel good internally. My mental health is important. My emotional health is important. So those are the three things that facilitate that getting in a creative space every single morning and writing, eating quality food and moving my body. That's it. That's my life. Those are the three things that I need to do every single day. Very few people can do that consistently year after year after year. I've been writing every morning for the past almost four years. I've been following these anchors for, for even longer than that. So I guess all in probably about four years for the three of them, but movement and nutrition has been a, a long endeavor for me. The compounding interest of doing that year after year after year is astounding. When you take a simplified approach, things move slower than anybody wants and faster than anyone can believe. Because when I show my before and after pictures of 250 pound Mike versus where I am today, I get a lot of comments and people are like, that's an amazing transformation. And it feels like it's, it's a quick because you guys don't know the full story. While I was going through it, it was happening slower than I ever wanted it to happen. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I mean, I'm never on the other side of it, but now that I'm in a different place, it feels faster than anyone can believe. So anyway, we start our challenge with uh, just some basic anchors to, to facilitate that kind of compounding interest. Now, Gladys joins the challenge and Gladys asks me a question very early on. Remember, we're a day and a half in. So yesterday, I get an email from Gladys saying, hey, Mike, I saw that you offered uh, coaching and supplements as part of the challenge. Do I have to do these things? Question. My reply, 
Hey, Gladys, absolutely not. The coaching is something that is our bread and butter. One-on-one coaching is how we guarantee results. And it's the most effective path to achieve your goals and sustain them. So that's why we offer it. Because if we didn't offer it, we'd be doing you a disservice, right? Like if I have a solution that helps thousands of people, but I don't tell anybody that I have that solution, then I'm a horrible person. Like if you do something and you like help people save lives, change lives, make people better, but then you don't tell anybody about that, you're an asshole. That's called acting like an asshole. I don't like to act like an asshole, which is why I tell people that we do coaching. So anybody who comes into the challenge, I tell them like, hey, this challenge is amazing. You're going to get a lot out of the, the next four weeks. But the reality is four weeks, are, it's not enough time, number one. And if you want to ensure that you maintain your results forever, our one-on-one coaching program is the most effective way to do that. So let me know if you're interested. That's it. It's no, there's no hard sell. There's nothing. I'm literally telling you about an opportunity that helps a lot of people and it is totally optional. So I told her coaching is totally optional. And then I said, Hey, the supplements, this is a new thing that we just did. And the challenge people get first access. And there's a lot of people that are really excited about these supplements. They're neurotype specific, all built around like optimizing your brain chemistry. It's pretty amazing stuff. If you want to be more motivated to train, get more out of your workouts have a better mood, um, sleep better, feel better. These are going to be really helpful. However, just like anything, they are totally optional. And I even said, you know, supplements don't move the needle all that much. So don't worry. Uh, You know, it's just something that there's is, is helpful, but is not at all necessary. So that was my response to Gladys. Today, I get another message from Gladys and she says, It seems like this program is just designed to offer other products. And if that's the case, then how are you different from any other program? And I don't know if this is the right fit for me. So here's my issue with that. So many things. Number one, I already explained that coaching and the supplements were optional. And I already told her that she can get a lot out of the challenge by just going through the challenge. Okay, but she didn't hear that message because she heard what she wanted to hear. Now, asking how we're different is interesting because what I learned is that Gladys has been through a number of programs. Gladys is not happy with her results. Gladys wants to make a change. You know what else Gladys wants to do? She wants to point fingers and place blame. She wants to look at everybody else except herself because the program's always to blame. God forbid somebody offers a coaching service and Gladys actually invests in herself. That would be crazy. Why would we do that, right? Let's just skate through life pointing blame at everybody else. Let's just ignore the fact that Gladys is looking out this window and Gladys is pointing at all the things outside the window that are to blame. Well, this program did this to me and this program did this. And this person had the audacity to offer coaching that would help me with what I say I want help with. Fuck that guy. This is not for me. Gladys forgot to realize that the window she's looking out is actually a fucking mirror. The only person to blame is looking back at her in the mirror, but she thinks she's looking out a window, which is what most people think. Most people think they're looking out the window. All of the external blame, 
all of the excuses. Do you know how easy it is to find excuses? They're everywhere. You don't have to look that long and hard to find an excuse. Just take your fucking pick. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. Take your pick. Time, sure. Money, sure. Spouse, sure. There's excuses everywhere. Right? Sometimes we have people that are like, well, I'm I'm not willing to do anything to make the change, but I really want this change. Right? Like this is Gladys. I want this result, but I'm not willing to do anything that you're suggesting. I'm not willing to even simplify things to do some habits. I'm not willing to follow the challenge, but this doesn't work for me. Interesting. Does it not work for you or do you not do anything to make it work? Looking outside the window, but it's actually a mirror. Those excuses are everywhere. Maybe consider this. Your inability to invest in yourself is the reason why you're still, you're still struggling. Your inability to commit to yourself is the reason why you're still struggling. Your inability to follow through on things that you say you're going to do are the reasons why you're still struggling. Fear, greed, and dissonance. Dissonance is when you say you want something, but your actions don't align. Gladys wants change. But somehow Gladys has found, a, has found a problem with every single program that she's ever joined. And guess what? She's still not happy. She's still not where she wants to be. And now she had another opportunity. All she had to do was just follow through with the challenge. But no, because there's always somebody else to blame. So her, what she says, her words, and her actions are not in alignment. That's called dissonance. Now, a lot of humans operate with dissonance. We all do it. We say we want something and our actions don't align. That's human nature. This is not me calling you an asshole for having dissonance. What makes you an asshole is when you blame other people for that and you point fingers and you don't take ownership. Take responsibility for your actions. When you you place that onto other people, that's when you cross the line from being a human to being an asshole. Right? Being a human means I know that I live with dissonance. I know that I say I want something and I don't do anything about it. That's when you're a human. You cross the line when you burden other people with that and you blame other people for that. When you blame external variables, when you blame everybody else, that's when you cross the line. I hope that distinction is very clear because we all live with dissonance. We all live with fear. We all have greed at times sometimes more than others. Those are all human things. It makes you an asshole when you cross the line and you burden other people with that and you don't take ownership and you blame others. There's something that that it's like, I'm really proud of with the way that we work with clients is in our process, in our one-on-one program, there's no such thing as this doesn't work for me. It doesn't exist. And the reason why it doesn't exist is because we don't have a a preset way of doing things. Like if I gave you a preset template, meal plan or whatever, and that was it, like it was set in stone, rigid, you can't, like, this is how it is. You're following this protocol and this one alone. Then sure, you could go through that process and be like, shit, I didn't get any results. This doesn't work for me. But our process doesn't work that way because everything we do 
is modified based on the individual. So we make constant changes and modifications and we tailor the program so that it inevitably works for you. That doesn't mean that coming out of the gates, it's going to be 100% perfect. What it means is that if you stay in the game long enough and you learn to fall in love with the process, success is inevitable. We've had clients who have had to go through a year or two years of coaching before we actually found that there was like some serious stuff going on that need to be that needed to be addressed and we were able to address it like think about how many people would quit and get frustrated and say this doesn't work if it weren't for the individual allowing us to continue to to modify and adjust and see what's happening in real time we would have never found those underlying issues sometimes it takes a while and i'm talking about complex cases i'm not talking about everyday people i'm talking about really complex cases with um, hormonal dysfunction or gut health issues, uh, allergies, food sensitivities, things that were very hard to detect, like all the testing and doctors that they had been to were not able to identify these things. Going through our program, we were able to pinpoint what was going on and get them the help that they needed. And sometimes it's not from us. That's the other part of it. Sometimes we have to refer out and that's okay because there's no such thing as this plan doesn't work or this program doesn't work for me. It's just can you fall in love with the process and stay in the game long enough to inevitably get to where you want to be? This is the reason why we guarantee our results. I'm, I'm telling you all this because oftentimes, even with everything stacked up in your favor, we fall into the mindset of, I did nothing for two weeks and I don't have results, so this doesn't work, right? That's, that's an example of placing blame when you're looking into a mirror and you're trying to point out a window, you think you're pointing out a window, but you're really pointing at a mirror. This doesn't work for me. Oh, cool. Tell me about what you did. Um, I didn't track anything. I didn't follow any of my anchors or habits. I didn't check in with my coach. I didn't do anything I was supposed to do. Got it. So does this not work for you or do you just not want to work? Because those are very different. Now, for me, there's nothing better than somebody who's self-aware enough to say, I don't, want to, I don't want to work. Somebody who's like, I really want the results, but I'm not willing to do anything to get those results. So I'm just going to remain in my current pain and accept that. That level of self-awareness, I think, is a gift. If you're willing to say to yourself, I keep saying I want these things, but I'm not willing to do anything about them. I know I have this dissonance. I'm not going to burden anybody with this dissonance. I'm just going to be satisfied with where I am. I'm just going to live in my current pain. Like, why don't you want to change? Probably because you're not in enough pain. If the pain was great enough, you'd fucking change. The person who's scared of making an investment, there is zero. Let me remind you of this. There are zero things in life that you can accomplish without an investment. Now, it doesn't always have to be a financial investment. We have other resources. Time is a resource. Energy is a resource. Attention is a resource. Your reputation is a resource. No matter what you want to accomplish in life, it will, re it will require an investment, sometimes financial, sometimes other, sometimes a combination of many. But the people that always look at the financial investment, they're like, no way, I can't invest in myself. There's a reason why those people struggle. It's very simple. If you want to remain stuck, don't change. If you want to remain unhappy and unfulfilled and unhealthy, push things off till tomorrow. Don't do it. Don't get to work. 
it's actually a really simple formula. Now, when I talk about greed and fear living together, this is a problem that we all have. Gladys is fearful of making a decision that could potentially change her life, but she's greedy because she wants results and she lives with dissonance. She's greedy because she has the audacity to say, I should, I deserve these results. She's fearful. She's not willing to do anything about it. Greed and fear don't play well together. Greed and fear do not play well together. And then when we throw dissonance into the mix, it's kind of a clusterfuck. And that's how we get the Gladyses of the world. Gladys will never be satisfied. She will always be pointing fingers. Now, my hope is that some, at some point, there will be a wake-up call in her life. I really, truly hope this. I tried to be that for her because I don't hold anything back. I told her exactly how I felt. I told her what I think would help her the most right now. Um, she called, she said that I had a, um, I can't remember what she said, an aggressive attitude. And she doesn't like the language that I use. Keep in mind, I did not curse at all in any of our interactions, but I do curse on the podcast. And when I'm like, when we did the kickoff call, things like that. So she was very offended by my foul language. So uh, there was that part. Anyway, I gave her my, my honest feedback and I, don't, I didn't hold back because I wanted to see if maybe she would consider a different perspective. And that's it. I, I can read the email. I, I essentially said to her, have you considered this perspective? Like, I hear that you've tried a lot of programs and you keep blaming the programs. Have you considered that maybe there's something internally that you need to look at first? And she didn't like my quote unquote aggressive attitude. And then I eventually said, look, um, I'm going to refund you your money because I don't want you a part of anything that we do. And I'm going to kick you out of, of the Facebook group because, look, here's the thing. I need to protect my energy and I need to protect my team's energy. And she crossed the line by burdening me with her dissonance. And as much as I wanted to help, I realized I got to a place where I could no longer help her. And anything else that I said after that point, I'd be wasting energy. Now, I'm doing this podcast because I want more awareness about the dissonance that we have in our lives. When you say you want something, but your actions don't align, there's an awareness piece there. And with awareness comes empowerment to change. However, you have to actually do it. You can't just be aware and be like, well, shit, I realize that there's this dissonance. No, you have to do something about it. You have to realize that the window is actually a mirror and you're the catalyst for change. Right now, if you open up our chat in our challenge group, you will still see people who are taking step after step. People who are just ones like, here's the thing. We've had, we have 170 people in this challenge and we've helped thousands of people. The Gladyses of the world are few and far between. Like I could probably count them on one hand. So most of the time, people understand that it takes work and it takes patience and it takes resilience and it takes consistency. And yeah, it takes understanding the dissonance that exists and be like, you know what? I am not okay staying the same. I know that my actions have not aligned with my words. And because I'm aware of that, I am going to modify my behavior to achieve the outcome that I say I want. 
Let me repeat that. I'm aware that my actions aren't aligning with my words, which means that I am in control of changing and modifying my behavior to achieve the outcome that I say I want. That's the approach. If you were to look into our chat, that's what you would see. You would see individuals who are owning their shit, struggling at times, feeling overwhelmed at times because that's what's always happened. It's easy to look for an excuse to say, I'm overwhelmed. Oh my God, I don't know how to do this workout. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do it. That's an excuse. There's always something you can do. We literally had somebody who did zero workouts last challenge, didn't follow macros and lost 20 pounds just by following the anchor. So if nothing else, I'm trying to send this message over and over again, right? Like I told you my three things to win my day. If nothing else, what are the things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that will move the needle forward? It can be mind-numbingly simple. Drinking more water, moving more, eating more protein, veggies, whatever the things are for you. Find your thing, find your anchors, and that's it. So the person that gets overwhelmed because they don't know how to do a workout, that's a choice. That's an excuse. You figured out a lot of things in your life. I'm pretty sure that you'll eventually figure out the workout. It's not going anywhere. You're not missing out on anything. You're just convincing yourself of another excuse. You're trying to point out the window again. Catch yourself in the act. Create awareness in the act of pointing out the window. Be like, well, shit, is that a window or a mirror? It's probably a mirror. Maybe I should ask questions and simplify things and focus on the one or two things that I can do today to move forward. That would be the approach that I would recommend to anybody who starts to feel overwhelmed or, you know, but, but for the most part, when you look at what we're doing right now, it's, it's simple. It's, it's so simple. It's just, let's pick one to three things that you can do to own your day, to win your day. And we're just going to be really consistent with that for a long ass time. And you probably won't see the results as fast as you like, but eventually it will be faster than anyone can believe because very few people will have the discipline to do this day in and day out for years and years and years to really see the impact of, of compound interest. When we stack things, these things up for four, five, six years, that's when you're like, oh my God, just from those anchors alone, nothing else can change. Just doing those things alone will make a world of difference. Not many people will do that, unfortunately. Not many people will do that. The path to success is incredibly simple. It's simply that most people won't choose that path. Most people will choose their excuses. Most people will choose their comfort zone. Most people will choose to point fingers. Most people will choose the window. Very few people will choose the mirror. Very few people will realize that the window was a mirror the whole time. And all the things that they thought they were seeing were actually things that were inside of them this whole time. Very few. There's a reason why the success rate is how it is in every industry. How many people are, are you know, financially successful? There's not that many. There's a reason why there's a 1%. I'm not just talking about like wealth. I'm talking about every industry, in every field. There's always a 1%. It's because to get there, it takes 
a lot of boring work done consistently over a long ass period of time. And very few people can do that. That's just the reality. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be the 1%. You don't have to want results. Now, you can recognize the dissonance that exists. You can recognize that you're being fearful and greedy at the same time when you're like, I want results. Why don't I have results? But I'm afraid to make an investment. I'm afraid to make a change. There's the dissonance that exists. You can be aware of those things and then you have to make a choice. Am I going to use that to modify my behavior in a way that aligns with what I want? Or am I just going to say, you know what? My current pain is okay. I'm just going to sit in this current pain for a while. It's a choice. It's always a choice. And you have to be the one. You are the catalyst. So directions for acting like an adult. Don't burden other people with your dissonance. And also, if your name is Gladys, I'm, I'm sorry. Unless it's like the Gladys. I doubt that Gladys would be listening to this, but if it's the Gladys, I apologize for my attitude. I'm sorry that I had to speak truth that probably nobody else in your life would be willing to speak. And hopefully at some point, there is a, an aha moment or a light bulb moment for you. Um, just like there's been for me, I've had people call me out recently. Uh, you know, I was at an event with, with um, Jason Phillips this weekend and a whole bunch of other coaches. And, uh, you know, I've had people who have, who are like, Hey, you know what? It would be really helpful if you did this and like talking about communication and talking about leadership and, and all of these things. Like I've had people, Jason all the time, like, you know, I I look up to him and he's somebody that's been a, a huge mentor for me. So I expect him to call me on my shit the same way that I want to pay it forward. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. I struggle with dissonance. I struggle with fear and greed. I struggle with all the same things. But what I try not to do is burden other people with that. I try to stay aware and I try to use that awareness to modify my behavior. And that's the main point. That's it. If you take nothing else away from this episode, take that away. Use that awareness to facilitate change if you want. And if you don't want, that's okay. Just say it, own it, accept it, accept your choices, take responsibility for your actions or lack thereof and own your shit. Hopefully this was helpful. I apologize if I came across as harsh again. It's probably a theme. I'm going to stop apologizing for it. This is who I am. You also have a choice if you don't want to listen, but I love the fact that you guys are into this whole life stuff and the uh, directions for acting like an adult and how to not act like an asshole. If you want me to keep it going, we'll keep adding stuff like this. Otherwise, maybe we'll get back to nutrition uh, a little bit more frequently. But uh, I also have some great guests coming up so they can always keep me in line. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you all very soon.